I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You hear the theme? You know what time it is. Donovan Bailey running things. Jason Portwondo alongside my brethren, my bona fide, <laughs> Mr. Bailey. What's up, man? I'm good. You? Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I'm yeah. all right. The weather's yeah. getting decent, you know, so, mm. so there's really no complaints. We're going to start the show on, on a heavy tip, and yeah. we have to acknowledge what happened in Buffalo. We're not going to go too deep into it. Us both being black men, we know how we feel about this. Racially insensitive, racially motivated, just a hate crime. Um, awful, obviously. I mean, there, we could spend the whole show going on about this, but we both have the same angle. We both have the same feel. So yeah. we will acknowledge it, like I said. Well, well, I think it's very important for, for, for us to acknowledge this. Um, I think it's, um, I think it's, this is like, it's, it's like a silly um, Groundhog's Day thing where um, it's just another shooting. I mean, it seems like it's just another, an, another, you know, uh, you know, wayward thinking um, shooter who, uh, wherever he's getting his information from, uh, somehow realizes that, you know, whether he's feeling insecure about who he is or, or whatever. I mean, I think, Jason, you're right. This is always a tough way to start, start the day, start, start the podcast um but yeah this is you know my heart goes out to uh to all the victims all the families uh that were affected by this and and on all the other people that are having ptsd around the world seeing this crap happen again and uh you know uh, yeah this is crazy man that's exactly why we're starting like this to pay our respects to acknowledge the lives that were lost the family members that were affected I mean, we're talking about stuff like this way too often. Ah, uh, yeah, and, and, and you and I both have. Well, it's not just you and I. I think that uh, you know my core group of uh, of friends around the world uh, realize that this is this this is ridiculous, and uh, yeah, this is this affects all of us, uh, all of us as a society, uh, and and this has to stop. Eighteen years old. Yeah, that's. It's a kid Does, doesn't yeah doesn't uh, doesn't really have any idea what the world's all about right now. But but what he does know is how to acquire a gun and how to point it at someone, yeah. uh, which is again ridiculous. Last thing I want to say before we move on, you know, there were signs. You know, you see an eighteen-year-old. I'm not sure how he got the tactical gear. I'm not sure how he got the gun, 
but he got it somehow. And right. that had to have raised some type of flag, did it not? Like, do you not have, you know, some type of, you know, suspicion when you see a young kid like this looking to acquire ammunition, uh, guns, tactical gear? Well, well, Jason, a couple of things. You and I are parents, all right? And, uh, and I'm very certain that um, your parents monitored you and, and it's not like you're doing anything crazy. It's just that, like, I think maybe part of our culture also is that um, your parents monitor the things that you're doing. You can't be locked up in your room or, or in the garage or, or, or you know, on your computer for hours uh, doing things and, and someone doesn't monitor you. And I don't know what sort of uh, parenting um, this kid uh, had, uh, but I, I know as a parent uh, it's very important for me to uh, make sure that I know every single thing that my kid's doing. So... Um, certainly, um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not trying to point fingers or blame anyone. Uh, but if I am, uh, it starts with, uh, adult supervision, uh, of your children and, uh, to understand that, uh, there are things that are happening in society. Uh, there are people, especially on this internet, which is a tiny world. Um, there are people out there that are poisoning people. And, uh, it's clear, uh, with a situation like this. Um, the, this is uh, very prevalent, very prevalent today, and uh, it it you know you have people out there that are poisoning the minds of of you know very weak people, uh, and um, and again it has to stop. Yeah, just very sad, sad you know on, on both ends. I mean the fact that you know you do something like this, you live stream it. You know, yeah. with a camera, and, intentional. Yeah. but but a lot of, yeah a lot of that stuff for <clears throat> me is intentional. I mean it's. You know, for the victims, who are the heroes in in this? Um, uh, you know, shopping is not a crime. You know, mm. you know what I mean. Uh, you, going to go and buy groceries for you to to feed yourself is not a crime, and uh, and and they are the ones that that they are the ones. All of them, all the victims and their families are the people that should be in the newspaper that the that the that the that the media should be uh, covering. Uh, and because again, all they were all doing uh, was going to support their community <laughs> grocery yeah. store. Uh, they they were you know they were going to go get things, and and, and unfortunately, what we have again is uh, we have uh, you know a, a kid uh, and and you know a kid being uh, marched out. You know, as as we mentioned earlier, a kid that looks like he was jay- jaywalking. I mean, you know, and, and like he didn't do anything wrong. So, you know, again, this is, you know, whatever the legislation need to be or, or gun bans or, you know, governance that needs to change. I mean, it has to change. 100%. All right. Well, never easy to start a show like this, but uh, you got to. We have to. We got to acknowledge and condolences to everybody once again. Absolutely. Uh, Donovan Bailey running things. Jason Portwondo alongside Donovan Bailey and... Yes, as per usual, we ask that you like, share, subscribe, follow, just be involved. Check out this podcast, however which way possible. It's uh, various social media platforms and, of course, your podcast providers. No easy transition, but we will do exactly that. And um, Nami Osaka, she's very interesting, you know. I mean, she's a very talented young female tennis player. Yeah. Former world number one. But she's been such a global ambassador for humans. Right. I mean, she's come out and, you know, talked about all of her mental health issues, right. which is helping out with so many others because so many are, you know, 
suffering from the same, but it just puts it on a different level when you hear that a superstar athlete also has the same troubles. Right. She's about to take her brand to a brand new level, pardon the pun. <laughs> yeah. And good for her. And, and I wonder if this is going to be perhaps trend-setting. I'm not saying she's the first, but maybe we're going to start to see more of this from athletes. Well, you know what? Um, this is a very interesting topic for me. Uh, I, you know, something I hold dear. Uh, Naomi Osaka is, you know, one of, certainly one of the best tennis player in the world. So let's let's put that there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, as you mentioned, Jason, her, you know, she has uh, spoken up and, and, and uh, being an absolute supporter of uh, people with mental health issues, especially with someone in her position. But I love the fact that, um, you know, from a, Branding perspective, uh, I think that it, it's very important sometimes. Again, you know, I've gone through this personally where there are, you know, companies or people that are always trying to control the narrative of your brand. Mm-hmm. And what Naomi Osaka is doing is actually taking a full handle on this by opening her own agency. Uh, it simply means that, <clears throat> it simply means that, um, she now understands, uh, and controls the narrative globally. And, uh, you know, all the business interests uh, that she has and the partnerships and the joint ventures that she has will be controlled in-house. It won't be controlled by someone else. I think it's amazing. Uh, I think uh, Naomi is the probably the highest profile woman, I believe, is doing this. I could be wrong. Uh, but, you know, you can look at this. Uh, I mean, you know, they're, they're, they, are, they are boxers that have done so. You've got... Um, uh, Mayweather, uh, Floyd Mayweather certainly has, you know, it kind of he's, he's running his own business, but he does have joint ventures with other big sporting companies. Uh, Oscar De La Hoya uh, has done this, um, you know. Um, Usain Bolt, to some extent, is doing this also, uh, you know, from a national or international perspective. Uh, and and I think that uh, Naomi is uh, certainly a trailblazer on the female side uh, to control. And 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 the narrative, the truth, uh, the facts um, of who she is as a person, as a woman, as a sports star, and now as a business woman. So I love the fact that she's opened her own agency. Twenty-four years of age, just twenty-four. Right. She's a four-time Grand Slam champion. She said she wanted to follow in, you know, the footsteps of some of her mentors, like a, a late great Kobe Bryant. Absolutely. A LeBron James. Yeah. So outside of the obvious, in terms of her doing this for herself, what are the benefits? You know. Well, the, well, the, the incredible benefit is that you don't have uh, you you have um, if you if you have a a, a global sports agent, um, okay. you have someone taking you know 20 30 percent of of everything you make and basically what they're doing is making a phone call because you already you're the one putting in the work yeah i was gonna say that as you as the athlete are you not doing all the selling because of who you are you're doing everything man i mean one of the things i I even tell some of the i mean i'll touch on track for a second one of the things i'll tell a lot of the athletes that are competing today is like you if you have an agent and we'll call, and I'll say agents in quote, if you have an agent and that agent is to get you into a track meet, then that's not an agent. That's an assistant. <laughs> and what you can do is hire someone from college. You can hire someone, uh, a new graduate from school to book your flights and get you into a meet. If you have an agent and that agent is not expanding your brand into, 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 into areas that you probably are not likely to be or, or, or your sport not, might not touch it, uh, then that's, 
then that person is obsolete in 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 your business or or in your business model. Uh, Naomi is doing something uh, again that's incredible. If she has, uh, you know, Jason, your question, the 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 ask is that uh, instead of her. Uh, giving thirty percent to an agency, mm-hmm. um, she could probably part with maybe two percent. Really, I mean, she can pay someone a salary in house, and their responsibility is to make sure that they that their liaison between uh, the between her brand and and uh, all the corporate uh, the corporate people out there. So yeah, I mean, it's incredible business move. It'll save her a ton of dough, and um, and again, she also controls the narrative, uh, the positive narrative. Uh, that's followed by facts as opposed to made up uh, news. Here's the quote. It's athlete driven and focused on big picture brand building rather than quick checks with a commission attached. Exactly what Amen. you just said. So Amen. Uh, final question for you on this topic. Uh-huh. Are you surprised we haven't seen more of this already? And will we now see more of this? Well, I mean, obviously that you mentioned uh, like, you mentioned Jordan, which is, but Jordan's a joint venture with a few companies. But LeBron is uh, also someone who's, who and Kobe, uh, mm-hmm. the late great Kobe. But uh, LeBron is someone who's have a, an athlete driven, um, you know, be, be concerned with uh, athletes who are concerned with with, uh, with 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 branding, and 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 of course every and empowering themselves to understand that. We are the commodities. There is, I mean, Jason. You know, I think every week we touch on this. Nobody ever pays a dollar to go see a coach or a referee at any event. Uh, so uh, the athlete are the commodities, and I think that because um, athletes are now empowered, obviously surrounding themselves with smart people who can make uh, amazing business decisions uh this is why we're seeing more of this this is something that obviously i've tried to, i tried to do uh when i was competing and and th- there were certainly some moves uh that i made that was that was probably controversial then that's very normal now uh and 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 a lot of that uh was me wanting to to again control my narrative and and, and my brand uh you know by hiring people who had to align themselves with with what I'm doing and and what I'm saying and and again I'm so happy to see you know playing it forward now I'm I'm happy to see that these global icons are are doing their thing and and ensuring that they they are maximizing their earning potential at the at its highest level um, having great uh, partnerships and joint ventures with with big corporations that's aligned with their brand and um, and running things running things. <laughs> Love the way you put that. You, you you talked about, you know, controlling the narrative. Well, speaking of controlling the narrative, let's talk a little F1 because Lewis Hamilton, I will say this, you know, he has done so much for racing, period. Right. The Tiger Woods of F1. Well, listen to this. Lewis Hamilton is determined to continue defying F1's ban on wearing piercings. Right. First of all, what does wearing piercings have to do with driving a race car? Well, I know you. I know you're representing F1. I get it, but right. aren't we all included? Aren't we not about talking? Are we not about diversity and inclusion here in 2022? I mean, we're talking about piercings. You know what? This is, yeah. This is uh, we 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 just uh, we just touched on Naomi Osaka, which is amazing, mm-hmm. and and you know a woman who, um, who represents so much, right? Um. And yeah, Lewis, 
when we have a conversation about about branding right. and, and you're talking about uh, a person, uh, that person breathes and talks and walks and you know where's the you know where's clothing and and all of that and i don't understand uh you know if i think that lewis hamilton can be criticized if he drives terrible right mm -hmm. i think that if he crashes all the time you know if he doesn't finish whatever he needs to like whatever he needs to do whatever he's hired to do uh you know by his um racing team if he doesn't do that what he wears is a problem for me that someone else has a problem with that mm -hmm. right i'm saying to you that uh it, it this lewis hamilton is not only a race car driver he's a musician he's an artist i mean there's so much more to him as a man and that's his brand right so it, it so if his brand is wearing a piercing or uh, wearing his hair in cornrows or whatever fashion he decides to dress or however he tries, however he's DJing. Are wedding rings okay? Yeah, but that's my point. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. But I'm saying, is yeah. anything okay? Yeah. I'm saying to you that if he is not endangering himself inside of the car and he's driving and he's winning and he's the best out there, then I see no reason whatsoever why someone would have to tell him how he should look. I'm I'm baffled. There's not often that I'm lost for words. You know, you know me, I can talk about anything. <laughs> yeah. But to me, this is just ridiculous. I mean, various sports. You got guys wearing piercings, tats. Who cares? What, it's not about defamation of character. He's not doing anything to ruin the reputation of Formula One. Right. I right. mean, look at Dennis Rodman back in the day and all of his get-up, right? right? I mean, right. that's Dennis Rodman. That's who he is, but who cares? As long as he's grabbing you, you know, 15, 20 boards a game. Absolutely. Playing ooh, good defense. Exactly. Yeah. You know, the Birdman. I mean, people are just different. That's the right. beauty of life. So, to me, I have no idea what this has to do with racing and they're saying he can get fines of up to $265,000 and they gave him exemptions, right? Air quotes mm. for the next two races in terms of his piercings, but it just makes no sense. Well, as I said to you before, there's no, we're, it's 2022 and there's no reason why it is that you can't come to the table and have a conversation. I think that, you know, I've gone through, I've gone through this personally where what you have is a hierarchy uh, making determinations, decisions for 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 someone who's a brand. That so that person is speaking and breathing and have an opinion for themselves. So it's 2022. I see no reason whatsoever why the team from F1 can't have a conversation with Lewis, understand what his brand is. His brand. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, because within the F1 system, there's probably if there's a hundred drivers, there's a hundred different brands. So it's a hundred different brands that. That 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 is it's a joint venture and a partnership with, you know the the or with F one which is you know the racing governing body, and ultimately I mean you know if I'm thinking of, you know if he was wearing patches for sponsors that that F one doesn't allow I, I understand that agreed but you know if he's if he even if he's wearing piercings and he's advertising them, and it's part of something right. But if it's just his personal touch, man, I mean, leave the man alone. And and again, 2022, Jason, what I'm saying again, mm -hmm. in 2022, there's no reason whatsoever that why, why, why 
I mean, this is good for us because it's topic for us to discuss here. But I think it's such a mundane topic in what's going on in the world right now. Because at the end of the day, their team should talk to his team. Understand, understand and listen to what his brand is, right? They can also, you know, obviously state and pitch what their position is, uh, you know, on, on how it aligns together. And the partnership is, should and, and should be continued. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, F1 and Lewis Hamilton has been an incredible partnership so far, F1 people. <laughs> you know, you've got you've got long, young little black kids all over the world now that want to join the F1 because of that kid. And ultimately, man, again, you, you guys got to you guys got to you got to you got to figure out some way to, to to not make this be a news item. Let the <laughs> man wear whatever he wants and let the man continue to to you know to be to be himself and and whatever wherever he finds balance as long as he gets in that car and produce results, man, I think that we're all good. <laughs> <laughs> smell a podcast coming <laughs> smell a podcast coming lewis hamilton driving things yeah no. I, can, I can feel it i can feel it oh and by the way f1 says this is all about safety that this is why they want him to remove the piercings oh why is safety that? i have no is idea. there is there is there uh, i have it's, no idea it's all well it's about safety man maybe there's you know there, maybe there's a is there a wind tunnel somewhere is, does he have no massive idea. piercings that he might get hurt Anyways, yeah, it's all right, man. I mean, at the end of the day, I think that uh, Lewis, I'm supportive of you. Yep. And uh, and 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 I, the, and F1, you know what? In, in your incredible organization. I'm very certain that you can find some way to have a conversation with this man, um, who represents himself quite well and represents you incredibly right. well. Uh, in order for this not to be a news item and for, allow the man to do whatever he's got to do, as long as he continues producing for you. Quick side story, neighbor across the street, got married, vacationing, honeymooning Hawaii with his wife, and they're taking a helicopter ride, and somebody delayed the proceedings, and they're waiting, and they're waiting, and they're waiting. It was Lewis Hamilton. Right. Nicole Scherzinger. Okay. The two of them back then. <laughs> right. They were, it's just kind of a cool story, and there's my neighbor taking a picture with Lewis yeah, and Nicole, very, and, very cool. and of all guys to be late, you think, you know, if, if anybody's going to get there on time the way he drives. Right. Right. He, he probably wasn't driving though, but anyway, right, sorry, he was little, he was distracted. Little side story. Little <laughs> was, side story. I think it's all the reasons to be distracted, Louis. Yes. <laughs> all right. Um, Tiger Tiger Woods, y'all. Guess who is back? Yes, uh, we know he's going to be, you know, getting ready for the big one, the Open. But Tiger all of a sudden decides to slide into the PGA Championship. We're all like a little kid in a candy store anytime he gets uh, on the deck, and um, he says that leg is only going to get stronger. Well, 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 well. I can't. It can't get any weak. Exactly. I, you know what, Jason? We talked about this. I mean, you're, you and I are both a massive Tiger Woods fan, and uh, you know, I've got the fortune to meet and chat to the guy. So I know, you know, I kind of, I, I, I know the champion mindset. Okay. Uh, when Tiger, um, when he decided that he was going to go to the Masters, and uh, he decided that. He's going to be rehabbing. You know, again, this is full time people, so you know, it's not like you know uh, the neighborhood rehab where you kind of go to the physio, you know, three times a week uh, for twenty minutes. There's someone working on his leg, uh, five, six, eight hours, ten hours a day. I mean, I went through that with my Achilles injury, so I understand that as a professional athlete at the highest level. And when Tiger decided to go to the Masters, it was really a test run. I mean, it's obvious that he didn't want to, 
come back and 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 he, he can't hide so he can't go to like a like a, a hidden uh, small uh, golf tournament someplace and no one notices him so i thought that you know strategically it was probably the best thing for him to do to come back to the masters but people it was just a test run uh the mindset of a champion is that his goal is to get to the top again and i am loving it jason me too that uh that that he did that test run we got us excited he did play on the sunday and i have no doubt that we're gonna see him on top of that winning circle again but will it be at the PGA? Because here, let's you know put a dose of reality into this. Because, oh no! Oh you no! Know, he made the cut, yeah, but then he finished forty seventh after a pair of six over seventy eights, right. which is the worst last two rounds he's ever scored at Augusta. That's okay. That's okay. He was in pain. There was a lot going on. What should we realistically expect from Eldrick coming up at the PGA? We know if he gets it. You know, he'll be the winningest, love that word, only in sports. The winningest golfer with 83 victories. Right, but right. from a realistically speaking standpoint, what should we expect? Just just to make the cut will be good again? No. Baby no, steps? No, no, no. no You're putting no. a lot of pressure on the brother. I'm not. I'm, dude, I know, how, I know how he lives. Okay. Uh, because I've lived it. And I'm saying to so you. So nothing but a win is all you're saying? Or I'm what, saying to you 10? that he expects to be nothing but win. Right. Like he expects nothing but win from now on because the fact that he came from a, like a like a, a dismantled leg that he wasn't allowed, people didn't think he was going to function normally again to make it uh you know to 47th is it 47 46 47. So 47th place mm-hmm. for Tiger Woods at the Masters was a win mentally for Tiger Woods. So that's number one. That's the number one thing. I mean, we don't, like, just like we watched 100 Meters where we see, you know, the eight greatest specimen of of people at the start of the 100 Meter line and what separates a number one from number eight is what's between your ears. It's no different in golf. You're going to have the top 100 greatest golfers on earth, right? And what's going to separate them is what's between your ears. And Tiger's saying, I can walk. I couldn't, I was, I was, my, my, my leg was crushed and smashed. I I damn near died. Mm -hmm. And I am going to put it all together and go to the high, the the Masters is is probably the most broadcast golf event in the world, right? 100%. Right. So it may not be the richest, but it's the most prestigious. Right. And I'm saying to you that he showed up there. And if he showed up there and wanted to play and not only just play, he want he like he went at it. You saw great signs of brilliance in his first two, um, his first the first two rounds, right? And and of course, I mean, you've got a guy who's limping down the the, the fairway, mm-hmm. and he's limping down the fairway, and um, and and you know that uh, with rehab, with all the other with all the added things that he's doing, that there was gonna be fatigue on the last two rounds. The fact is, he made it through, bro. And I'm saying to you that his expectations, and I'm saying to you that I came back and ran track on one leg. I'm a runner, sprinter, number one in the world, number one in history, and I came back with a, uh, a, a, a repaired Achilles where, where the, the surgeon had to weave my Achilles 
with thread and attach it to this little nub on the bottom of my ankle. And I went out with the greatest, healthiest sprinters. And my and, and I was like, nah, Matt, you know, screw this. I'm going to I'm going to crush these guys. I'm saying to you that that was my mindset. And I'm telling you, that's the key, the you know, mind because to trust it. Exactly. Wow. And I'm saying to you that I'm like, my coach is saying, by the way, don't make a mistake because you'll pop this and then you'll never oh walk goodness. again. Right. I'm saying wow. to you that the Tiger Woods mindset is that he is showing up and he is unafraid of course record, unafraid of whoever is teeing off. Because his mindset is, I'm coming back to take this, uh, take this victory and continue to dominate. Tiger Woods is at plus 6,500. Words never thought I'd utter. <laughs> that's okay. Plus 6,500. So for all those betting people, man, hey, man, hey, what, hey put 50 bucks. You might, you might get really rich. <laughs> John Rum's a favorite at plus 1,100. Scotty Scheffler, plus 1,200. Justin Thomas also at plus 1,200. Rory plus sixteen and Colin Morikawa also at plus sixteen. This is this is gonna be a lot of fun. No Mickelson for the first time since ninety two. He was supposed to tee it up, but that's not gonna happen. But, uh, man, oh man, I can't. What you know? You Top know, ten for me, Tiger. That'd be amazing. That's but, all I'm gonna say. You, you know the bottom line, Jason. You know yeah. what, what? What do you think the bottom line is? Tiger's playing. We, Tiger is playing and will be watching. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's the, it. That's the bottom. No matter what. Uh, we'll be, you know, even if I play that day, even if I play, I, I will, I will make sure that you know I hit the links uh, so I can be home to watch Tiger play. I'm very certain that you'll be doing the same. Last thing I'll say, 1991, John Daly, ninth alternate. We've talked about this already Amen. on this show. A ninth alternate, 1991. That's the unthinkable champion mindset, my brother. And also with John, I mean, what's there to lose? Exactly. <laughs> what's there to lose? Exactly. What, what, like, think about it. Even with Tiger right now, what's there to lose for him? I mean, and he's not thinking that way because he's thinking, hey, I'm, I'm Tiger. I'm going to go crush it. Anyways, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Tiger, we appreciate everything you do for golf. A lot of pressure on the guy. We get it, but uh comes with the territory. That's all good. You know what time it is. About to wind things down on this edition of Donovan Bailey running things. Let's get that anchored leg popping. A cleaning stage with Donovan Who better to close out the show than the man who sealed the deal? You've done that a few times. A few times. No, you like being the last to get the baton? I, you know what? I am, I, I am, uh, I am the person who tr I trust me implicitly. And I know that, uh, you know, n never to disrespect my, my teammates, their confidence in themselves is way higher when I am anchoring. And so, no. so, and so, so to your question, okay. uh, yes, I, I like to make sure I, you know, it's funny if I could run all four legs, I'm very certain. Well, I, could that's, I was just going to say that <laughs> no, the fourth leg is useless if the first three don't produce. So if you get the baton and the guys are 30, 30 yards ahead of you, as great as you are, you're not winning. Well, you know what I, you know, in 1997, at the, the world championships in, uh, in, 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 uh, in Athens, I got the baton in fourth place. Okay. I believe we won. That's all. Amen. It can happen. <laughs> nine times out of ten, it's not going to happen. You just mentioned the one time. Well, I'm, but that's the only one time. that. that well, yeah. actually, there's another time in, in 1991 in, in, uh, in Havana, Cuba. Again, I got the baton in third place, and we won. 
So I'm saying to you that, that I'm saying to you that I'm saying to you that that ultimately for me, I'm fearless in getting the baton. Ooh. And and so getting the stick for me it's freedom for me to go snatch people. And I was unafraid. And there was you know, you know, I was the guy on, on our team that Listen one to. that that one I was I, I'm willing I, I was I would do it individually. Wow. And then I'd come back and do a team. I, I gotta bring the you. I, I gotta bring the boys gold, man. Caiocho. I'm gonna call him Caiocho. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs Mr. 305? We got Mr. 905 here. Donovan Bailey. 416. Yeah, well, uh, 876, let's, whatever. Let's just throw them off. Let's just throw them off. All right, let's talk a little track inside the anchor leg because Trayvon Bromel, the man is a special talent. We know he had that crazy fast time of like 975. That was like Augusta, 30 wins behind him right. uh, earlier this year. But we've had nine sprinters. Nine sub ten, yeah, yeah, dude. Listen, it's it's. Uh, I've I've said this said this to you, Jason. Uh, anytime there's a major championship, so anytime mm. the, there's a world championships or the Olympic games, it's just a special time because athletes now um, way more focus. Um, you know, you know, training programs different, nutrition's different. Uh, you know, so this year there is a ton of new talent as we can see, new stars coming up. Um, you know, what worries me sometimes is, is athletes who run hellified fast uh, in April and May. Uh, right. Because peaking too early. Well, you got to peak, you got to peak. And, and usually what most people want to do is peak at, you know, at the major championships. We saw Shelly Ann ran 10, run 10, six, but again, uh, it's at altitude and, and you can see that Shelly's just executing. Like that's all she came in and she ran a race. You didn't see her pressing. You didn't see her doing anything. So, I mean, with Trayvon, Trayvon was crushing it last year. And then when the Olympics came, you know, he forgot that that's what it's all about. You know, what I like about, you know, someone even like the grass, uh, you know, uh, or even Marcel Jacob, Marcel, Marcel Jacobs probably indicative of, of what, of what you should do. You can lose every race all year and in order to be number one you go to the olympics or the world championships and you win that with a very fast time and so this year uh i'm hoping that trayvon kind of understands the mistake that he made last year in just timing you know i like kind of like what you know the grass kind of peaks so he's at least a finalist and a medalist you know, at the major championships, we'll see the ladies, uh, Elaine and Shelly Ann and all the other ladies, they seem to, 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 to time this very well. Uh, Arian Knighton, young boy, uh, you know, he seems to be running hellified fast, but he's, he's young. So he's just doing, he's just doing what he's supposed to be doing. So, uh, you know, on major championship years, we're going to see fast times. I mean, uh, you know, Ferdinand Amanyala, I mean, the big, strong um, Kenyan uh, seems to be fearless. Uh, but yeah, we're going to, you know, I'm sure with NCAA um, championships coming up, we're going to see some really good times from some of the college kids in America. So, uh, you know, I'm going to love to see that. And then we're going to obviously see the Diamond League continues and, and see the signs of brilliance that these kids are going to have leading into the uh, championships in Portland, Oregon in July. Yeah, got Birmingham coming up this weekend. Of course, me being Jason, I got to give you something from Friday the 13th. <laughs> Noah Lyles, 1972 in the men's 200 right. meter. DeGrasse, fourth, Brown, fifth, Blake, sixth in terms of Canada. But I want to just quickly touch on a young, very young little <laughs> girl I saw running the other day. Had no idea who she is. She's in a race. She comes out of the blocks, or at least starts the race, and her shoe comes off. 
She goes back to get her shoe, puts it on, and still wins the race. I saw what that. the what what the what <laughs> what no the no. What? So here's, here's my question to you, uh, and you know I'll get into that in, in a second. But okay. here's my question to you: Is a champion mindset born? You're born with it, or you you're taught it? What do you think? <sighs> Just answer it without me prefacing anything. I'm gonna say you're born with it because. Okay. For me, first of all, my instinct would have been, just run, Jason. Who cares? You, you lost the pedal. Just run. Yeah. She put her shoe back on. To me, you don't do that. You're giving up another three seconds there. Putting yeah. it back on. I would have either just kicked the other one off. I would have just ran kind of whatever. What would you have done? I think that I'd have probably done the same thing. Put it back on? Yeah. I think, you know what? I, I think that I would have probably done the same thing. And, okay. And, and, um, uh, and, and I'll preface this all by saying, please look it up. Um, this young child seven years seven years old i think who is she by the way well let me get there okay. let me get there okay this young girl she was she lost her shoe she calmly walked back and put her shoe on and then turned around and got back to business that's young girl i mean all for all of you again let me remind you i'm a massive boxing fan there's a man named Terence Bud Crawford. Terence Bud Crawford is the best pound-for-pound boxer in my books in the world right now. That little girl is his little princess. And so, with that being said, that incredible run where that little girl came back and smashed her competitors. That's the thing. She, 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 <laughs> not like she just got there. Right. She won going away. Right. She <laughs> smashed her. She, she lost her shoe. Again, you know, in, in, in stressful situation, that's the soldier you want. Because that's the, the champion mindset. Jason, we're talking about the anchor leg a few, you know, mm-hmm. a few minutes ago. And, and what my ease was in doing that. That little girl walked, put her shoe back on, turned around. And just proceeded to go and 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 pick off her competitors one at a time. So that champion mindset is, in, in her case, she's one hundred percent born with it. But man, you know, she's also acquired it, and she's going to be teaching it uh, because she is going to do some incredible things. Her dad, her dad is the best. No, no, best, no just best, 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 best. I'm watching this again. I think her name is Talia. Mm-hmm. Is this a credit to her or just how bad? I shouldn't say bad because there's seven, but just how slow the other runners were. She's seven. I bro. mean, I know, but come on. No, nope, she's seven. They, they, listen, if, we, if you're if you're an age group champion, you're the best, Jason. What I'm saying to you is, she again. I just have to look at and address how. I mean, yeah, it looks to us like like oh my god, what these, these kids must be incredibly slow, right? But, or is she that much better? Well, okay, you're right. right. I'll, I'll take the positive tip because if you ran a race versus producer Mike and I and, you know, we started and you took off your shoes and put the boat back, <laughs> you would still catch us. That is not a lack, right. uh, you know, any... Uh, of ability for both of you. Right. <laughs> right. It's just, just how good you are. Right. Anyways, right. let's move on. Let's move on. we got to keep this anchor leg moving. Uh, NBA Finals. We're down to the last four, the final four, if wow. you will, in the East. Boston put a beat down on Milwaukee. So it's Boston and, Mo- and Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Make that Miami. Mm-hmm. I knew it was an M word. I was getting there eventually. Right. And then the other side of things in the West, Golden State will take on Dallas, who absolutely just thump 
thump <laughs> Phoenix in at them head. Just thump them. They were up by 50 going into the final quarter. Oh, my God. Felt like it, whatever it was, let, 92 let, to 50 or whatever. Did you see? You saw the game, right? I mean, I was like, I, I was watching the game with my hand over my eyes. I'm like, this is not so a playoff. So is Phoenix, apparently. This is this is not a this is not a this is not a playoff game. Uh you know what? Remember I said to you, Jason, last week, I said, you know what? I think that Phoenix was gonna win this series, but Dallas was gonna give them hell. Remember I said that? Okay. Well, I didn't think the hell they were gonna give them, but was was eviscerating them in in that final game. And man, Luca showed why he is one of the best oh. athletes in the world. Luca sh- is speaking of calm in the storm, right? Luca showed. Luca started dancing in the first minute of the first quarter. I love and, Luca. And 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 Phoenix didn't realize <laughs> what they were in for. I mean, my guy came down and just started jacking threes and showing and looking at him. And anyways, yeah. uh, either way, I mean, I, you know, again, I, I'm loving basketball. I'm loving the product that's on the that's on the court. And and uh, I mean, for you all out there, keep supporting it, man. It's amazing. Phoenix, 27 points at halftime. Straight dump. Luca had like 25 or whatever he had. That's crazy. Well, anyways, I think that he outscored him. at halftime. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like yeah, that. Maybe yeah. 28. Yeah, you're right. So are you you going? Who are you going in the final here? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Boston, and I'm gonna go Golden State. You know what? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I think that Dallas has a great chance. I mean, I'm still going to say Golden State just because maybe it's nostalgia or, or I know that these guys can you know, these guys can light it up. I mean, Golden State right now, is, is, is they're coming back into their own, you know, and I so I think... I think it's like I'll say Golden State, but Dallas not going to make it easy for them. And 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 now as a team, as a team, a cohesive unit, I think that Dallas is playing the best basketball in the NBA. But I think again, you know, over, you know, a seven game series that Golden State should should win. And you know, that being said, I don't think that um, anyone from the East is going to win the NBA championships. So I'm just going to go Golden State all the way through. All right. Preakness Stakes comes your way this weekend, as well as a black-eyed Susan. We have no threat of a triple crown because Rich Strike has opted out of this race. You have a filly, a female taking on the boys. It's a big thing in other sports whenever it happens, but it happens all the time in racing, whether it be human or equine. I say Secret Oath beats the boys this weekend. Will you be watching? I am. You're the horse expert. <laughs> and, and you're the certainly the horse expert, and I will be watching. I, I again, right. I'm a fan of I'm a fan of the of the races, so I'm certainly be watching. Yeah, Epicenter deserves to be the favorite after finishing a solid second behind Rich Strike in the Derby. Two more quick takes. Uh, soccer. Congratulations to Liverpool in kicks beating Chelsea, capturing the FA Cup. Did we say it? No, that was Champions League. That's yet oh. to come. Sorry. But I, I know you're a Liverpool fan. Yes. You know you're Liverpool, so you're not. Uh, so that that's the good part of things. And we wrap futility. Maple Leaf fans, apologize, but uh, your team is the first in major sports history. So we're talking football doesn't count because football is just a one and done. Right. But basketball is a series. Baseball is a series. Hockey's, hockey's a, series. a series. Right. The first team to lose five consecutive closeout games. In terms of years, five years in a row, they lose a closeout game. I can't say game sevens because a couple of years ago they had the bubble hockey. Right. They lost in five to in Columbus, five, five but it's still a closeout game. I, I, you know, winner what, take all. Well, you know, ultimately, I think that I mean, you know, 
we all have to support our hometown team and uh it is it yeah it it, it is tough uh to to watch these kids you know play their hearts out you know or some might say they didn't uh in the seventh game uh but play their hearts out and 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 for the fans to be disappointed i'm very certain that the, the, these players are also disappointed uh but yeah it's 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 i'm very certain it's a tough pill to swallow and that is not a record that Ooh. the leafs want to be known for Ooh. so it yeah you know, we got to get on we got to get on that work on that and get back to that next year where the results will be different hopefully what what, what are the first two letters in Futility? <laughs> oh, oh, we, we won't go there. Anyways, last thing I'm going to ask you in terms of uh, the Leafs. If you're Brendan Shanahan, if you're Kyle Dubas, do you blow things up or do you keep them together and, and hope again for next year? Well, it, it looks like you got looks like you got you put together a pretty good squad i mean and, right. and 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 ultimately it's the same thing when we talk about the raptors i mean you you're missing one or two pieces you're not you don't i don't think you have to blow it up and and okay. so and so with the leafs young incredible talented team uh and and yeah they uh, you know the leafs like the raptors uh have uh some incredible um executives and managers and and so these men or these people uh know what to do and so you know add that piece add that piece so you can uh you can uh, make the fans have something to cheer about and hopefully they can you know see the leafs or cheer the leafs on to you know um, winning a championship the raptors has won a championship so uh that rebuilding is is a little less uh needed than than the leafs the leafs obviously again you don't want to you don't have you don't want to have a record in futility. That's not the record you ever want. You want to have champions, championship records. Futility, F U G I. Itty, we're just itty, itty. yeah. Oh my gosh, futility. Wow. Anyways, he says, "Don't blow it up." We have just blown up another edition of Donovan Bailey running things. I'm Jason Portwondo. He is Donovan Bailey. We thank you for the company as per always. Continue to like, share, subscribe, follow. Just check out this podcast wherever it is provided. Stay safe and see you all next week.